I'm just being honest. The JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food for thought. Hi guys. Today's podcast is brought to you by U.S. Cryotherapy. They have been so, so, so generous to set y'all up with some deals and some discounts to get your cryo fitness game on. Reduces inflammation, helps cellular skin turnover, actually from the inside out. People ask me, say, KB, how did you get your glowing skin? Well, honestly, I do take really good care of myself, but I think the cold chamber has made it even better. I try to go as much as possible yeah, it's like two and a half minutes um, in the full body cryo chamber. It's not nitrogen based, but it's working wonders on my skin and it's working wonders on my cortisol levels. Um, I can finally see my abs again. Hello, summer bikini. Um, so jump in there. US cryotherapy. I like to go to the one in Redondo. If you want a buddy to go in there, With you, I am all game. If you want more information, check out the show notes or simply leave me a comment and I will tell you more about that. But our topic for today is a little bit heavy. It's about grief. I'm going to share a little bit about some situations I've been going through recently and what maybe our world's been going through as well. Um, But in turn, I like to put a positive spin on it and share about how grief can be a positive thing in your life. It can be a real mental shift that can create a platform of abundance and more gratitude and um, change, um, big changes in your schedule and in your ability to just see things in a different light. So get your notepads out. It's me and only me today on the podcast. Um, but that doesn't mean you need to turn us off. That means turn us up. I'm super excited. Um, I'm, 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 I'll talk to you soon. You're going to hear me just popping on real quick, but guys, it's not a long one. It's a short one, but it's short and sweet. Grab your notepads, turn it up. This is the Just Being Honest podcast. Okay, we're diving in. We're going in. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, ciao. Hi, guys. This is your host, KB, and this is the Just Being Honest podcast, episode 22, your health, nutrition, lifestyle, manifestation coach. That is what they call me, and that is what I am. Today's topic is very... Wow, it's a little bit heavy. I may become a little bit emotional at times, and I think you all can relate. Um, Today's topic is about grief. And it's not just under the context of the definition of losing someone to death. It's going deeper than that. As as all the, though that's not deep enough, um, it's multiversal. It really is multiversal topic. So 
I'm going to just get with it. It's just me, only me today, but we are going to have in a future podcast, we're going to have um, a very special guest, celebrity therapist, psychotherapist, um, Dr. Jen. She's going to be on one of our future podcasts and we're going to be talking more about mental health because as you know, as much as I do, it's really been jumping up in um, the media, not just the media, just life. Um, it's becoming more and more apparent. Um, hitting on the top of, topic of grief today, I wanted to just tap back. Um, the common definition of grief is it's deep sorrow, and it's especially that caused by someone's death. Um, now, I know that me personally, at the beginning of June, kind of was a smack in the face. Um, and maybe it started a little bit before that for me, but certain things really became a reality when my beloved Kate Spade, who I always looked up to and idolized her strength, her charisma, her spark, her sparkle for life, for creativity, for woman, womanhood, girl boss, you know, she passed away and she passed away because of suicide later that week, four days later to be exact, Friday the 8th, Anthony Bourdain took his life. Anthony Bourdain, a well-known chef, TV host, you know, it's these people you don't you don't even think they would do something like that. And it it really does, in my belief, take so much to take your own life. No one wants to die. Believe me, no one wants to die. But sometimes the pain can get so hard and there can be no light scene that you feel like that's the only way out. Folks, I'm telling you right now, that's not the only way out. So let's build that strength together. And that's why I have Just Being Honest, because we're building strength of using our voice to speak our honesty, to speak our vulnerability, to speak our truth to come together and to know that mm -hmm. I'm here for you, to just be honest. Tell me anything you want. I'm a non-judgment person. I really am not here to, uh, I'm not here to judge you. So please reach out if you have any questions or just want an ear to listen. So grief, yeah, June, <laughs> first week of June was pretty heavy. Um, actually, you know, the day Anthony Bourdain took his life, later that night I found out that a family member of mine um, passed away. Now, um, I've had a moment to process this, but it hit me pretty hard. <laughs>
it did. And that's why I wanted to talk to you guys all about grief because honestly, at that exact moment when my mother presented to me with the news of what had happened, I felt immediately numb and just kind of in shock, which is normal. And I was just like, what? What? <laughs> Not so calm like that, but I, um, I don't know. Grief. It's, it's, it's interesting because you can be so happy in one moment and something can really smack you in the face. And it's literally like someone taking their arms and flipping you around and saying, go this direction instead. It's like doing that for your mindset. So I kind of want to talk about grief and my belief of what it is and how I coped with that death that has just happened in my life. Okay, so let's start off with talking about my Mimi. You know, people mention, you know, someone gets to an old age and and their time is up, right? She accomplished everything that she wanted to accomplish in my belief, but it doesn't make it any easier. It really does not. <laughs> um, I allowed myself to cry. I allowed myself to be angry. And I think most importantly, I allowed myself to be silent. I didn't have to brand this to everyone. Frankly, I'm not the type of person that wants pity I don't, I honestly don't want people to say I'm sorry to me. I just don't. And that's why, in turn, I try not to say that to other people. But I think the best response, in my opinion, is to say, I'm here for you. How can I help if there's any way that I can help you? You know? So my Mimi was like my second mother. Her and my grandfather showed me what love actually means in the world. And I think that's why I took it so hard because um, she was a true shining light. And I have to tell you something about myself. Not that you already know. <laughs> you may or may not, but I am very, very type A. I love my schedules. I will beat things down to the bone, down to the pavement, until, you know, it's time to go to bed, right? So I think, I think losing that family member really showed me how life is so precious. I think losing Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, showed me that um, there's not one current state that you should be living in. I think, me personally, I had been creating a schedule that was way too monotonous. I think it was a defense mechanism to feel and to feel joy in certain things. Um, 
I was getting very depressed in the same routine every single day. Good grief. So I'm telling how grief can be a benefit, right? We're going to put a positive spin on this. Grief as a benefit. Yes, grieving a loved loss. Um, it's like a cleanse, a release of saying thank you. Thank you for being in my life. Good grief. But it's also a way to change things up. It shows you a different light, a different direction, a different outlook, a different perspective. My monotonous routine of waking up at 4.30 in the morning and going to swim practice, I became, became angry at certain people in my lanes for God knows why. You know, someone got irritated with me because of my speed. Um, I was going too slow, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. But I think I was getting really tired of the same routine eating breakfast at the same time, you know, doing my home yoga practice, locking myself inside, walking the same walk on the same sidewalk in the same path at the same time every single day. In my belief, monotony is the beast of depression. Write that down. Monotony is the beast of depression. True? True. I believe so. So getting through the grief of the loss, I had to travel to Kansas City. Interesting enough, I was traveling to Kansas City anyways um, to visit my father, but I had to take a day side trip to St. Louis to the funeral and KB, your girl right here, had to really change up her routine. My workout routines, I wasn't given, you know, my certain pool time workout. I didn't have my bike around. I actually had been suffering and still am sh suffering from a little bit of um, tight hips, shin splint issues. Um, I was not sleeping well before I went to Kansas City at all. Um, my body was pained. I was completely pained. And I slowly, upon reading and discovering certain symptoms, I found out also that my fight or flight mechanisms um, were completely on. They were flaring up, my body completely inflamed, my cortisol levels sky high through the roof. Yeah, my adrenals were shot. My faith was low. I was down in the dumps, guys. I was seriously, seriously, seriously. I was getting angry because, you know, this guy didn't want to hang out with me. That guy didn't want to hang out with me. Ugh. Right? Vomit in your mouth. You're probably like, KB, come on, let's move on. So I did. I switched things up. I went to Kansas City and... I really switched things up. I have to tell you, it was the first time that I had stayed with my father. You know, growing up, my father and I did not have the strongest relationship together. In full disclosure, he suffers from depression. Um, and it was really hard. My parents are divorced. 
He suffered from depression, still does a bit. And their relationship was not a bond that I would like to have myself in a marriage someday. So, I never stayed with him because I had so much fear that I would, let's just say, <laughs> itch, what, what's the term? Itch, tickle, a sleeping lion. So, I never stayed with him. But something deep within me told myself, I've got to help him. I've got to be there for him. It's nothing about helping. You can never change someone. You can only give them your peace of mind. You can only give them your words. And you can only give them your affection and love and warmth. You know, depression in my mind is, it's kind of like a constant state of grief. You know, you're in a deep, dark hole. So... Going back, staying with dad really opened up my eyes to change. And at this point, gosh, I wish I had some notes on me. But I think at this point, I had been, remember what I told you when I had been meditating? And I tried to meditate for, gosh, to start off, I tried to meditate for a week. And now I'm at, today marks my 100th. An 11th day of meditation, solo meditation. And I introduced it to my father. We talked a bit about it. And he is truly one gentleman that I, I mean, he is really an amazing father. Don't get me wrong. It's just the depression does kick in. So without getting too much off track again, Going to Kansas City, I had to switch up my routine. Let's talk about my amazing fitness routine because that is what gets me through building strength and building, you know, my focus and my creativity motives, getting a good sweat on, getting my endorphins running. So I had to switch it up, time change and all. I did let myself sleep longer, which is amazing benefits for your adrenals. Um, but I actually went to the YMCA, which if you, if anyone knows anything, especially about a small town YMCA, I mean, it's no joke. It is, it is like bread and butter of a gym. Mm -hmm. You know, they have got like two elliptical machines. Like who does the elliptical anymore? Do people really use the elliptical anymore? And it's got a couple spin bikes. I went to this class called Paloxene, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is going to be a great workout. It's mixed between Pilates and boxing. Like, I'm going to totally be sweating it out. I walk in. There's a bunch of, like, literally, like, five 70-year-old women. I was in better shape than the instructor. Sorry to her, but it was amazing. I wouldn't say it was hard at all. It was a great workout. It was kind of like Zumba. I don't know why it was called Paloxing for God's sakes. But anyways, it was kind of like Zumba. And the thing is that I love the most is that there was no pressure. 
There was no pressure. I was doing it for fun. Um, at this point, I was really doing it for fun. Second of all, I laughed. And I think that's exactly what I needed. My other fitness routine was I got a swim at the pool that I used to always swim at. A 50-meter outdoor, I mean, it's like 100 degrees here in Kansas City. I'm not there right now, but when I was there, it was like 100 degrees, full humidity, like 80 plus percent, sopping wet. I loved it. I got a swim, 50-meter pool outside, bliss. But it was at noon. It was not at 5 o'clock in the morning. It's amazing to see what your body will do at different times of the day and how it will react. I tried new foods that were not available in California or maybe that my foods were not available in Kansas City. I tried new teas. I tried new walking routines. I tried another new fitness thing that was like rowing. Um, and, you know, I just let myself be. So when I came back to California, I, I don't know. There was something mentally that shifted. Actually, can we go back when I was in Kansas City? And guys, I practice yoga every single day. I did not practice yoga one time. Not once. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. And may I share one thing? If you practice enough yoga, you know that getting on your mat is a true, raw self-reflection of you. Your emotions, everything that's going on, your flaws, smack dab right there in front of you. Your mat is a mirror to your personality, to your strengths and your weaknesses at that given point. My joints hurt so much. Maybe they were inflamed because of grief. I couldn't, I couldn't bend my wrists, guys. It hurts so much to do a chaturanga. If you know what I'm talking about, I, I'm, <laughs> I've been doing yoga for almost 15, actually, I think 16 years now. I couldn't do it. So I got back to California. I, I don't know. I felt as though I needed more silence in my life. Again, I think when I was away from my master swim group, I think maybe word got around of what had happened in my life. And I think I needed time to process it all still. I think I needed time to be in my own space around a different group of people that didn't know anything about me. It was like me recreating my, my name. So instead of 
going to the 4.35 a.m. practice, getting a little sleep, I decided to give myself a gift of sleep, to give myself a gift of change. I started going to 6.30 a.m. open water lap swim, and it was amazing. It was like the yoga, no, excuse me, the Paloxene YMCA. No pressure. Absolutely no pressure. Sometimes I even got my um, my own lane, which if you're a swimmer, you know that's bliss, especially in the long course, especially in summer. And I have to tell you, I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Today was my first day back at master's practice. And one of my friends said, welcome back. He looked me square in the face and said, are you okay? (sighs) Guys, it's so hard when someone says, are you okay? Because so badly when you want to say yes, and deep down inside you're screaming no still. Yeah, I'm okay. I am. I am completely okay. But that does not change the fact that I have a family member gone and I still miss her. But I am okay because I'm learning how to adapt to change. I want to go further with this and just sharing about about my thoughts on grief. Grief is a loss, but it's not just from death. Right? Grief can be from a breakup. It can be from, you know, losing an athletic ability, an athletic game. It can be from graduating college and having to go to the real world. It can be from, you know, moving to a different town. In my belief, grief is merely a separation, a separation to the known, right? So how do we make grief a positive? How do we make this separation a positive? Because during this separation, I feel like the depression does occur. Your identity, your purpose may be lack, your focus really, really blurred, all right? Really blurred. Your passion, your spark. Where is it? Where is it? You're constantly questioning yourself. Your adrenals, like mine, you discover they're shot. And when your adrenals are shot, I noticed my body became so puffy because it's trying to protect itself, trying to protect its organs. And that's also why I started doing cryotherapy at U.S. Cryotherapy. Ever since that, my cortisol levels have become so much more level. It's amazing. My puffiness, down. My abs look much better. I can see them. My bodily functions work better. My sleep has improved. My skin is glowing. Another thing. 
faith. I had no faith. I was separated from faith. I was angry. Angry. A lot of in my life I was angry from this disconnect. And I discovered and I challenged myself. I did make excuses for myself that I have not found a church that I belong in. But that was, I think, a greater excuse that I didn't want to be vulnerable to God. And I'm not saying all of you need to be religious per se, but I do think that faith and spiritual connectedness to something is the key to any higher vibration of success in life. Things will come your way. Trust me. So I did. I reconnected with my faith. I found a church that I absolutely love. And I don't make anyone go with me. It's my sacred space. I go by myself. I sit in the pew. I meet other people. I sing. I sing. <laughs> um... I listen to the words, I interpret them, and I have to admit, I've even cried a little bit at the end of the services when we sing those last songs. I'm connecting once again to the outlet, the higher power, the higher power that is saying, it's okay, I forgive you, I forgive you, I accept you for who you are, I accept everything that's happened in your life. Can you accept it? Can you accept it? I can. I can. So, another thing that grief has taught me, uh, as I was saying before, is the um, true benefits of adapting to change. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, it goes with, it goes with fitness, right? So I've been trying some new, some new workout things, right? I tried this new workout place and going into a class where you have no idea what the yoga teacher is going to be teaching like. It could be easy as heck and you could be like, well, what did I get out of this? But you did get something out of it. You got your mindset. You got your breath. And that's the most important thing that yoga provides. But I tried like this Pilates bar thing. Yeah, totally felt it. Really good to switch up the joints. Second, Today, prime example, rushing to class, thought I was going to this class called Yoga Bar. My mindset's all set up for it. I walk in and they say, oh, it's Pound Fitness. What the F is Pound Fitness? I'm telling myself this. I'm like, what the F should I leave now? Can't leave. I tell myself, you can't leave. You can't leave. Actually, you know what? It wasn't that aggressive in my mindset. It was more of like, okay, I'll try it. I tried it. You give this like, they give you these green drumsticks, right? And you're literally pounding the ground. Oh God, it was like a mix between Zumba and pounding the ground and pounding the, the sticks together and lunging and squatting. It's like, did I get a workout? Did I not? I'm going to feel this later. <laughs> like what? It was kind of fun. So even if I do or if I don't go back, at least I gave myself the chance to try something new. 
and to not turn it down. Um, another thing I've been doing for myself, as long or with with adapting to change and meditating every single day, which I think is key. I think it's helped me so much. The beginning states of meditation, I couldn't do it. I think you remember, like, I could not do it. I could, I was twiddling my thumbs. I, I just couldn't do it. And now I crave it. I crave that calmness in my eyes. I crave, I just crave my heart being so you know, like when a, a wave comes to shore, rhythmic, soft, silky rhythms. And I have to say, folks, yeah, again, it was so hard at the beginning. I didn't want to sit there. Hell no. Hell fucking no. Excuse my language. But now I'm, I feel slower, I feel patient, I feel giving, and I feel accepting. Um, I think one of the most important things about grief is to build a foundation of gratitude. Throughout certain things that have happened to me in my life, whether it's losing a friend because he moves away, you know, whether it's getting out of a relationship because they have done something that's hurt you. It's about being grateful for the time you had with them and the experiences that you hold deep within your heart. Building a foundation of gratitude. What are you grateful for? Nothing's too big. Nothing's too little. I'm grateful to be speaking to you right now. Building a foundation of gratitude. What are you grateful for? You can do anything. What are you grateful for? What are you passionate about? I want to read a quote. I love it. It says, Today I affirm, letting go isn't easy, and change may be difficult, but the only way I will grow the courage to nurture my higher self is to make room for uncomfortable lessons and learn from them. That's from Alex L., one of my favorite poets. I don't want to keep you all too long. I just wanted to share my story and about how grief can be a good thing. It can be a very good thing. Oh, wait, one more thing. During stages like this and during times like this, I think you've heard from many, many people to really, really engulf and Create this like cocoon for yourself, this bubble, this white light 
of protectiveness. Create that white light that is going to protect you. So self-love, self-love, take a bath. I've learned to take baths, light candles, listen to podcasts, watch a movie here and there at night, watch a TV show. Take my ashwagandha. It all helps. So if you suffer from stress, maybe it's P, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, maybe it's even depression, uh, maybe it's hypertension, um, please reach out to me. I do have some recovery methods that I've been self-experimenting on myself, and I am a proven guinea pig to tell you that they are working. They are working. And I'm not talking about drugs. I'm not doing drugs. I'm not doing anything that's harming me. I'm doing everything that's helping me. Um, I do want to tell you um, right off the bat, the cryotherapy has been a godsend in my life. And another thing is the adaptogen that I've been taking, ashwagandha, has been another godsend. My magnesium, a godsend. Uh, But most importantly, I think listening to yourself is the best route. Remember, if you're struggling from anything, yes, be with others. Connect with others. Share your story with others. But be with yourself first. Know who you are. And know what you can safely say no to. You don't have to always be a giver. But you can give to yourself. All right? Good grief. It can be a good thing. It can be one of the best, biggest, most important lessons of your entire existence, your entire life. I'm here to help you. That's why I'm just being honest. So thank you so much for spending this time with me and listening to me, letting me share my story. And I want to tell you, very soon enough, we'll have Dr. Jen on the show, and we'll talk more about some mental health, um, some tidbits about that, because I think, especially during these awkward times in our universe, and in our country, in our world, I think we all need to recognize how to help one another and how to help ourselves. So, without further ado... I bid you farewell from this episode, but I thank you, and I am truly grateful for you, for believing in me, for listening to me, and for sharing your stories with me. So until next time, it's been a pleasure. Oh, and feel free to subscribe every single Monday to our podcast, Just Being Honest. That's being without a G. Because we want to keep it straight, you know? <laughs> so it's found on iTunes or Apple Podcast. Search Just Being Honest. That's me. This is KB, your health, nutrition, and lifestyle 
Manifestation Coach. I'm signing off. Until next time, folks. Kiss, kiss. Hug, hug. Peace. Love. Ciao.